0: you're listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we look at questions and topics that are related to our faith in Jesus and the way that it plays out in our everyday lives. This is a special episode. It's Pastor Joe's first day back in the office from sabbatical. So Stacey DiNardo and I sat down with him uh, just to ask him some questions about what happened on his sabbatical, what the Lord was teaching him, and, and how he's moving forward now, having taken this time away, how it was meaningful to him. So, uh, it's a really good conversation about rest, about how the Lord works in our lives, and about what it means to be the church together. So I hope you enjoy it. Welcome in to Church Unplugged. Welcome into Church Unplugged. I'm Jimmy Cozy, part of the leadership team here at CCC. I have with me today Joe Coffey, our lead pastor, uh, freshly back from sabbatical, actually first official day back, although uh, if you know Joe, you know he has been back in some ways for a while. And then uh, Stacy DiNardo, who's another member of our leadership team, Uh, Today, what we're going to do is talk with Joe about what his sabbatical was like, so three months away from uh, the day-to-day responsibilities of leading this church uh, to rest, to reflect, uh, to connect with the Lord, with His family, and so uh, we just want to hear kind of what God did during that time. So uh, with that, Joe, maybe the best way to start would be... Uh, what exactly did you do for, for three months? That's a long time. And I know knowing you, that's a long time to be away from the regular responsibilities of work. So maybe first you could start by just kind of walking us through what that three months looked like, what kind of things you did, where you went, uh, and well, I, who you saw.
1: Maybe even add in one more thing. How did you, approaching your sabbatical, how did that even feel as you were anticipating what that was going to be like to then disconnect for three months?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm going to, since Zach's not here, I'll do what Zach usually does, which is reframe the question to an <laughs> earlier question, which is uh, why <clears throat> the need for a sabbatical, why does anybody take a sabbatical? And uh, I've been thinking about that. Part of the thing, um, when somebody asks me why I got into ministry or what I love about ministry, uh, I will tell them that being a pastor, you get to be uh, involved in people's lives at the most important times of their lives. Uh you know, we do a baby dedication, so we're kind of there at the very beginning. We, uh, if, when somebody comes to faith, which is the most important thing, we're uh, many times there when uh, somebody gets married, when somebody gets divorced, when there's a tragedy, when there's something overwhelming, when there's death, uh, we are called into that. And there's something that is uh, sacred about that, but it's something that is, uh, can be heavy. Uh, you don't have to deal with very many of those situations before you feel like, uh, wow, there, there's a lot. You multiply that by the size of our church, and then uh, there is a business aspect to church where it's uh, like a small business being run. And uh, so there's, you know, people say, why, why do you need a sabbatical? I think that's probably uh, why. And uh, there is a biblical kind of rhythm of every seven years trying to take, uh, trying to be uh, a, a time of rest uh, to reflect. People have asked me, um, oh, did you do anything fun? And, I'm like, and this sabbatical was really more about uh, rest and refreshment uh, more than doing—there th- were things that were fun, but it was more of rest and reflection. I read a lot, uh, spent a lot of time with my wife and uh, with our family, and uh, it was really good. I think— uh, when I was looking f- toward three months, I thought that was an enormous amount of time and now, looking back on three months, like most periods of time, it went faster yeah. than I thought yeah so uh we we traveled some to go see family um, so uh and and we just spent a lot of time with each other. One of the things that I learned is that I really love being uh with my wife. I did not get tired of that. that's great now, yeah. Uh, when I was looking forward to sabbatical, I didn't know whether I could disconnect. That was the big thing, and you guys probably had side bets on whether I could disconnect.
0: Well, we, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna we admit to <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I didn't. I mean, I stayed, you know, I stayed away from uh, emails almost uh, completely. Every once in a while, uh, Kathy, my assistant, would would put one in my inbox, but there was uh, another file that was sabbatical emails that I could. Get access to, but I,
1: oh, good job. For the
2: most part, stayed away from
0: work. (laughs)
2: Uh, I I didn't, uh, I don't, I didn't call you guys, right? I don't think so. No, no, we we
0: really, we talked once right at the beginning about, yeah, the, but no, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't. I think, I mean, if anything, we would connect just more as like on a friend level saying, oh, we miss seeing you.
0: Let's hang out. Yeah. But I, for one, would say I was actually pretty surprised how little we heard from you. I I expected to hear more from you.
2: Well, part of that, uh, was I had, I have so much confidence in you guys. I mean, I know that was a time where I could have cracked a joke, but, uh, I mean, that made rest, uh, much easier and it it made it much easier to disconnect, uh, knowing that, uh, you guys, uh, do a, a great job and, and could and would, uh, handle everything. And, uh. I'm only back for, you know, for a day, but it seems like uh, my confidence was well-placed. So yeah. well, I, mean, that's I am not grateful to you ourselves.
1: guys. It looks <laughs> <not good either.
0: laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, you know, you talked about a lot of the things that you, you did. Uh, I know also this was just a really significant time spiritually for you as well, spending time with the Lord, spending time with family. Can you talk us through what are some of the things you feel like the Lord impressed upon you, was teaching you through the the time that you were away?
2: Okay. Yeah, that's uh, a really good question. I think one of my prayers going into sabbatical was that uh, boredom would uh, drive me to Jesus. Mm. Uh, So much of my relationship with Jesus is connected to what I do for work. So I am uh, forced to uh, to study the Bible more than most because I'm uh, preaching on a Sunday, or um, so I'm always thinking about that. Now I thought, boy, when work is is taken away, what where will my mind go? And I remember Tim Keller saying that uh, you can tell what your real God is uh, when your mind doesn't have doesn't have to go anywhere, uh, where it goes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was good. I mean, I felt like going into sabbatical. That was my prayer. I felt like I experienced uh, more of that uh, than. Well, I, I, it was better than I thought. I'm That's not great. saying that I, my, my, my bored mind always went to Jesus, but uh, it was good going in with that goal. Um, I'll give you two things that I think Jesus taught me. One was good and one uh, was bad. I mean, it wasn't bad that he taught me this. It was just... Uh,
1: Harder. Yeah, yeah,
2: I haven't learned it yet. Uh, the, the thing that was good was that I was also worried about how much of my identity was tied up in the church and in what I did, and uh, that and that's what would drive me to continue to to meddle, to not disconnect because I would feel um, a meaninglessness that you know when some people retire they feel that like that, yeah. And, yeah. and so I was I was anxious to see whether um, in my my wheel analogy, if uh, the church or work was in my hub and not Jesus. And that um, that was good. I I did not feel like that. I mean, I, I felt like my identity was not as tied to the church as I thought. That's the good news. <laughs> now,
0: did you expect that to be the case? What were you thinking? Yeah, I did. So like day one of sabbatical, you're sitting presumably at your house. Were you at all thinking, "Hey, I should check my email"? I should.
2: Uh, that's a that's a good question. I don't know how I felt like the first the first day, first week. Um, cause the, you know, they, I I actually talked to like a sabbatical coach who's a counselor and they said like the first couple of weeks will be like a vacation. You're still slowing up. You yeah. you won't yeah. even, uh, feel the decrease in speed. Um, and so I think the first week was probably that just trying to figure out, uh, stuff. You know, we have
1: we a lot of family stuff happening. Yeah. The first. And, yeah. yeah.
2: So I'm just trying to take care of my dad. My dad ended up, uh, you know, we, Moved him to Chicago to be with my brother during that time, um, so yeah. Um, but when things settled, when that kind of that initial dust cleared, I didn't feel like uh, any kind of compelling desire to get back. I mean, to get That's involved. Good. Yeah, yeah. Which was good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Now the bad news. Um, one of the things like uh, and you guys know this, and we've talked about counseling uh, on this podcast before, but uh, I wanted to uh, to start sabbatical by going through uh, some intense uh, counseling just so I could process kind of what was going on inside of me and uh, also with Karen. So um, we went uh, and spent four days with a counselor and uh, for what's called an intensive. And during that time, um, one of the things that that I was trying to process is why it uh, hurts me so much when somebody leaves the church, right? Because we've had uh, quite a bit of that in the last, like, four years. And um, because, you know, like I, I, I did pass the test as far as my identity being in work, but my identity tied to the church was really is really difficult because i feel it's really hard for a pastor to not feel like when somebody leaves the church it's a personal rejection so yeah. that's what i was trying to process
1: and part of that's probably because of like you stated at the beginning kind of the sacred nature of entering into just really deep personal places with people with yeah. everybody that's a part of our church not everybody I think, but... I think
2: that's exactly right. i think you know i was thinking you know in uh, the godfather and other mafia movies they'll say Uh, it's it's not personal; it's business. Ministry is the exact opposite. I want to go to people. It's 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 not business; it's personal. Like I remember my my counselor having this, you know, creating this analogy with uh, Popeye's fried chicken and us choosing to go to a different restaurant. And I was going, "Well, no, that's not. (laughs) It's not the same because that's business." And I get that. Uh, but there is a very very personal nature. To yeah,
0: Popeye's was not at your house at 2 a.m. when you right. had a relevant relative pass away. Right, you
2: know? right. So that's what—part of it is what I need to do is go back to, okay, why am I—why do I love people? Why do I serve, right? And, you know, in, in Scripture it says, serve as unto the Lord. Even if you're a slave, you're to serve as unto the Lord. And I thought, uh, yeah, my problem is that I still uh, love people with— um, kind of an, a basic understanding that it's going to be uh, reciprocated, reciprocated yeah. and it's yeah. and uh, and my loyal, my love is going to um, to result in a loyalty or a love, you know, a love for me. Uh, and I don't think that that's the right kind of um, equation to have in ministry. So uh, I. I share that. I mean that is kind of the deepest issue that I'm trying to figure out and it's I'm late in the game at 62 to try to figure this out. Uh but that's uh the biggest thing I think Jesus is teaching me right now is that okay, what what does it mean uh to love people for Christ's sake and not for For what they do now, also my identity connected to the church. When people leave the church, it also is a referendum. I mean, my self-esteem is tied to that somehow, which is also not a not a good thing, right? That's not a. It's a. It's an understandable thing, I think, uh, but I don't think it's a good or a healthy thing. So those are the the deep dark things that are going on. Now we also did some some good stuff. We had uh, a family vacation. Um, that was a wonderful time i uh, I visited uh, a friend out in Colorado who's uh, part of my cohort, which is uh I have uh four other pastor friends from around the nation that are at similar sized churches. It was great to visit with him. Karen and I spent time uh yeah, like I said just with each other and um so there was some really good stuff my my youngest daughter just had her baby. We were able to go down to Houston. Before she had her baby, we I tried to get her to have it while I was on sabbatical. It didn't work? Yeah. She just she's, wasn't she's, yeah. <laughs> she's a little rebellious. Yeah, She wants to do it on her time. Really Maybe is it it's baby? her son. Maybe it's her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's was, uh, Ezekiel. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. Well, you can talk
0: to him in a couple of years when he's able yeah, to he... <laughs> answer for that. Uh, one question that I wanted to know, what did you miss while you were gone?
2: Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a great question. As uh as weird as this sounds, I miss people. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people are my problem, and people... <laughs> you a solution. All I, I can't live with them, can't live without them. So uh, I missed you guys. I missed, uh, the, uh, I missed being connected to active ministry with the gospel. I mean, it's uh, opportunities to uh, have real conversations with people or spiritual conversations with people. Uh, we're very limited. I'm I'm kind of not used to starting from from zero, you know, like my spiritual conversations usually have some kind of foundation. Somebody right, has right. heard a sermon yeah. and they come in or something. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how to start something like with a server at a restaurant. And, you know, Zach always says that, you know, that's a hard time to start it anyway because he's he uses the example of saying, oh, yeah, that coffee's hot. You know what else is hot? Hell, you know. Right. And, yeah. So that's... Yeah. your mouth. Probably,
1: yeah. Not this place for the conversation, anyway.
2: Yeah. Would you have
1: anything that you... Encouragement or lessons learned or things to teach us when it comes to rest and, you know, and just what you learned on your sabbatical? And I don't know.
2: Yeah. I just talked to somebody... Um, who said, who's a good friend, who said he's never taken two weeks off in a row. Wow. And he is just a little bit younger than I am. And I think that's a mistake. Hmm. Um, and I think you guys, I mean, it would, uh, it is like with you guys, I know uh, the leadership team and people at the but you have a drive uh, that's, I think, uh, a really healthy thing to serve and, to, and you guys are immensely gifted and really needed. I think we have to figure out how we can, uh, how people in our organizations can function with people taking uh, larger breaks. Because I what I found, too, is that the first week that I was gone, <clears throat> that I disconnected, uh, nothing There's happened. Nothing, yeah. yeah. The best time was <laughs> when, Uh, I had the family vacation, came back, and you know how, and you guys have gone, I know, Jimmy, you just got back from a little break with family, but sometimes when you get back from a family vacation is when you need a vacation. Yeah, Yeah. so that's the old joke. And that was this was the first time where I came back from a family vacation and had nothing the next, well, it was as far as I could see, but even to have nothing for a few days. Yeah. Was a great way to go. Okay, now I can catch my breath, enjoy uh some rest and not everything being crazy and then get back to work. So. Yeah. I did read a lot and that was uh, reading is good for me. So I read uh but I read uh for the first time I read novels. Other than, you know hmm. I, the joke, that's uh, not a joke. The truth is that the only novels novel that I've read uh, is Lord Lord of of the the Rings. Rings. (laughs) Uh, and then I've read, you know, some of C.S. Lewis's, uh, works of fiction, but this time I read probably, uh, 10, uh, novels that were just kind of mystery novels that, and that was kind of, uh, fun and relaxing too. I like that. So,
0: yeah. Uh, last question from my end at least, uh, how do you feel like, or do do you feel like you'll be different coming back into this next season of ministry? And if so, how?
2: Um, yeah, I hope to be. Uh, one of the things that uh, happened on sabbatical, too, is I was able to take a step back. You know, when, you, when you, anybody's working, there's so much stuff to do that day. Uh, you have to accomplish a certain and that's true of everybody. Uh, it's very rare to get the gift of being able to to step away from day to day things and then take a look at a bigger picture. And for me, when I look at um, the bigger picture, it was um, it was invigorating, inspiring it made me um, excited and that was that uh, at our church, we have such a great staff, and we have a staff that are uh, wildly gifted. I, I would watch on a, I, I would watch online, and just go, man, what, what production does, what uh, worship does, what uh, whoever is preaching did that day. It was just phenomenal, mm-hmm. and so I get to work with people who are really really good at what they do and I can't do what they do but we're all doing it together and they're people that I really like doing it with and that is such a rare phenomenon and yeah. we're doing something that I think is of eternal significance and importance and so I ended up going man what we do and who we do it with is such a gift I don't want to um, I don't want to miss a single day of that I don't want to take that for granted and not think about that so I'm hoping that that I will be able to to come back with that and be able to to not have to take a three month sabbatical in order to get the big picture and appreciate that, that. every once in a while, yeah, look at that. Um, I hope to be able to um, to love people better for uh, just because Jesus has loved me, uh, not for what I get. I want to kind of separate my self esteem from uh, from how well the church is doing and still be passionate about the church and what the church is doing. So um those are ways that I want to be different. Yeah. We'll see. I, I haven't been that much different today. <laughs> well, you're only
0: what, seven hours in. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. still it'll chance. kick in tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Or so. by the
0: you know, by four o'clock. There you
2: yeah. go. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: No. It, well, we're glad to have you yeah. back. That's yeah. for sure. It's it was a interesting. you know, it was a great three months, but it was I would say, very yeah, I different. You might have already said this, but hearing. it did it went faster for it us did, than yeah. I felt
0: like Oh, it, good. You know, it, or it felt like it went fast. Yeah. It was like, oh, Joe's back next week. And just seemed like, well, he just left. So, uh, but with yeah. that said, yeah, we are obviously thrilled to have you back. Yeah, Well,
2: I am uh, excited to be back and uh, love you guys. Love doing what we're doing and hope to be able to continue to do this. So, thanks.